you know, the amount of coincidence that seemed to start to happen when I got sober. Maybe I just was missing them, but there's so many coincidences where, to me, I just believe it's something that, that sees more than your little stream of Paul, you know, sees a much larger, broader view. And uh, if you can get weaned off of believing the thought system you know, and, then, and, and then follow a different GPS, so to speak, you know, you want to call it spirit, higher power, Holy Spirit, whatever. Of course, the miracles would be Holy Spirit, AA's higher power. It's us, yeah, but us not as you, yeah, but it's us. We're not accessing anything else other here than us, really. We're all there is, in a sense, appearing as many, seemingly, but it's just a dream, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, nothing ever really happened. So, AA was really good in explaining the effects of a problem. Yeah, and I identified completely with it because I had lived under that tyranny. And thank God, over the years, things happened, and I saw the root of the problem as other. Yeah, I saw I didn't see self as an ego that I had. All I saw self was was an activity, an activity of claiming. Yeah. And in that claiming, constant claiming, there's something that's implied or insinuated that there must be someone there who's doing all the claiming. Yeah? So it claimed the thought system, and so the feeling when I was aware or conscious, I wasn't conscious or aware, there was consciousness of thoughts, there was a feeling that would get produced that I was the thinker, yeah? that they were my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions. And therefore, I had a very thick term, terminal uniqueness. And so I was not able to be teachable because I didn't believe anyone did, had gone through what I had gone through. No one thought like I did. No one felt like I did. So I was not teachable. And I wasn't learning from my own experience, and I wasn't learning from other people's experience. So I was just basically relying on unreliable situation, which demanded not only relief, but immediate relief. And drugs and alcohol will make you feel different. I'm not saying they'll make you feel better, but you will change how the action figure feels. And at that point, that was good enough in a way. Yeah? I just wanted to change how I felt, like constantly. And so I turned into, as the action figure, a great description I heard when I was earlier in AA. It says, the alcoholic of my type, and I'm not talking about what I am, I'm talking about the who, yeah, this action figure, this story. The alcoholic story of my type is willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. And the imperative, the drive is I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. Yeah? So I want to fucking get out of it. And the quickest things I found, better than TV and anything else, was drinking and using. And the drinking became an auxiliary, and I just got more and more into a quicker, quicker solution to the point I was shooting coke into my neck so that it would get to my brain and my heart faster than through the arm. 
I mean, that one hundredth of a second was way too much to wait. Yeah? I swear to God, it was insane. So, I had ample evidence as this that I was not managerial quality, that this is what's going to happen. And it's amazing, like I shared at an A meeting today, and your understanding of the steps is after they've worked on you. Yeah? That's how you get an understanding of them. You put, you've submitted yourself to the program of recovery, and you get changed as this. You're not changing a damn freaking thing. I used to change it all the time, and look at where it went. So when we're talking about, well, you're going to have to change, and, you know, I had a person, you know, it says you're going to have to have a personality shift. I was shifting the personality every second, shooting dope. That's all I wanted to do, is shift the personality. But it's not that. It's what directs the shifting. Yes? And in AA, we get to int- we're introduced to a much clearer, much broader modality of mind that's not based on self. And so that shift fucking works. Where in AA, if you stay in recovery, you're going to have a new attitude and outlook on life. That's not an experience. Yeah? Experience aren't going to produce a new attitude and outlook on life. Something has produced a new attitude and outlook, and that's much more uh, influential here than an experience I have, yeah? is the attitude and the outlook. And then it would say, you're going to have a new freedom and a new happiness, so you're going to enter into a whole other modality, and you haven't thought it was available because of the self's obsession, that tunnel vision. And even if you entertained it, the self would be claiming to be the one that's going to end up there. That's why it never fucking works. And AA has one of the greatest statements of all spirituality, the most cryptic of them all, self can't get out of self. And it's echoed in actually some of the highest levels of old Zen, where Huang Po, a great Zen master from China, would say you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It's exactly the same thing we're saying in AA. You can't use self to get out of self. So how, so how are you going to get out of self if you're identified as a self? Yeah. How is that which you're identified with that, that which is playing God, how is that, that which is playing God going to quit playing God? It's trying to quit playing God would be playing God. Yeah? How are you going to get out of that? You can't get out of it if there's the fact which isn't true that you're in it. You cannot fucking get out of an imaginary place. That's the bondage of self. The bondage of self isn't bondage to something. See? If, if he described it, he could have said the bondage to self, which would mean I'm in a place and I'm bound to it, like a fucking cage or something. And i got to get fucking freed from that cage, and when I'm freed from it, I'll be free from the bondage to that cage. But it doesn't say bondage to self, because there isn't a self. There isn't a thing called self. It's a mental idea, yeah? So you're, you're weighed down by that mental idea when you're in the process of being identified as it. So you're actually bonded of self, yeah? And even when we're seeking freedom, we're bonded of self. You see, it's so beautiful if you recognize the diagnosis. If you were bonded to self, it would be easily to leave. 
you would see self as something, and you get, and then you walk away, and you keep your your eye in the rearview mirror and make sure self was still back there, and you would just drive away and be free of self, to self, right? You'd be free of it. But it's an activity. The bondage doesn't happen. It seems to happen. It appears to you to be true. So the bondage appears to us when we, not the activity, but when we're in a certain condition. If we're in the condition of being in, believing in the act of being identified as a self, which is the mental state's whole fucking stream, if we're in that, yes, we are now bonded to this idea of self. Seemingly. It appears to what we are to be so. And what we are is reality, honey. Honeys, not you, but let's look at the honeys. What we are is reality. How could it not be? How could this, how can you not recognize the evidence that we're reality just by the basic, everyone agrees here, this is a subjective experience. That should give you an indication that it's not a real fucking place. Because our, we override it all day. Doesn't that make you feel, doesn't that like tweak your little curiosity that this is a subjective experience? Like we swear there's a real world, but we override the real world. (laughs) You know, the real world would be Hawaii is a paradise, but a lot of people go to Hawaii and they're in fucking mental hell because they're thinking while they're in Hawaii about New Jersey. You know what I mean? So we override everything. What is, doesn't that indicate, hey, you know, you're like, let's say you're, you're like sort of tranced out from Die Hard 12 and fucking tons, thousands of channels, nothing on. But suddenly you get this little bit of information, you tweak up a little, wait a minute, this is a subjective experience, so I give everything all the meaning it has? Yes. Wow. That's how, that goes contrary to my story of being a victim and being oppressed and they're fucking with me. It's a totally different take, isn't it? So, if that which is giving all the meaning it has gives a false delusion the meaning of being real, it's going to seem to be real to us, yes? So, it can take a mirage... And because it believes it, even though it knows there isn't water because it's gone to the mirage, but he'll, he'll, you'll keep seeing the mirage because you're believing it, yeah? Not that there's a mirage, but you're believing of it. You're, if how, there's no need for a mirage. You're going to act like there's a mirage, yeah? Which most people are doing all day. They're having fear based on, on something that's not happening, but they're acting as if it's fucking happening. A lot! Have you ever seen it when it gets to such a point that people lose all restraints? They're just talking to themselves, out loud. Walking around, describing what they think is happening, and it's not happening. Everyone's looking around, wow, what's going on? You know, but in them, it's happening. We're reality, we're it. Not as this, this is not. But as what's giving meaning to this, yeah. We had that statement in the AA, I'd love it. 
the fear acronym, false evidence appears real. It describes everything. If you just saw that, all right, false evidence appears real. To who? I mean, there's got to be some observing of it. It's got to be appearing real to who? Or to what? It's not like false evidence appears real. In what world does that happen? (laughs) Here, because it's not a real world. False evidence appears real. How can it appear real unless it appears real to us? Yeah, we must be reality. How could false evidence ever appear real? It's never known reality. It has no realness in it whatsoever. How could it mimic reality? It doesn't. It just presents itself to us, and because we're seeing it in a weird way, where by being identified as a thing, we give meaning to it, and we give meaning to it that a world of things is real, and this real world can affect me as a thing. And therefore, and there's time in this real world, and, you know, shit, I got fucked up in the past, and I'm afraid I'm going to get fucked up by people in the future. And actually, in this real world I'm in, the past and the future is much more important than now. I can't even relax now because I got Thursday coming up. It's rushing up like in my rearview mirror. Ooh, Thursday. And I, it's not just I think Thursday has a beautiful, open, empty canvas. I see the fucking picture already. <laughs> Shit's going to happen to me. <laughs> And if you believe it, it's sufficient enough to override what's happening now. How could that possibly be unless you were incredibly freaking powerful? How could you override the experience of consciousness? Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching by thoughts about a day that's not happening. It implies there's something going on. There's a huge power at play here. And it's us. They say it in physics beautifully. The greatest influence of every experiment is the experimenter. Or the observation is distorted by the... No, the observed is distorted by the observation. There you go. In my experience, you're an observed, and my observation is distorting you. I see you as I see you. And the same way, you're the observation, and you're the distorting this observed. You're making this to seem to be an incredibly clear, perfect person, aren't you? No. <laughs> Maybe. Close. <laughs> so, the observation distorts the observed. So, is the observed real enough to override the observation? I mean, I saw it in the hospital, but let's use a better one. Let's say there's young kids and they've gotten sexually abused, yeah? And maybe the same event by the same person, but they would all, after years of happening, would see it differently. Some may have become alcoholics and other people got super strong and they went into service to help other people. So basically, the person overrides the most like heinous event, they have the ability to override it. They can outshine it, the circumstances and situations. Not because Paul is heroic, but there's a possibility because you do outshine circumstances and situations. It's not, it's not a heroic, you know, Herculean, Herculean event. It's a fact. We're just not accessing it. 
Because, and even if the possibility arises, how we're going to access it will neuter it. Because you'll try to access it as what you're not. You'll live life from self. And that's going, to def- that's going to defeat you. You can entertain all the greatest concepts of spirituality, but when you shoot yourself into that mix, it's going to fucking turn out bad. You're going to be practicing for 40 years, and you'll have to end up one, say, one day saying, hey, nothing really ever happened. Exactly. Because you were there. This whole point is about the inherent absence of what you're taking to be the presence in your life. That's all it is. It's a simple correction that was never needed because it never needed to be corrected, because it's never fucking really changed. And I bet you, if anyone has an awakening, if you you want to call it, they would have to admit that when it seemed to download right at this special now, which it is in this special now, it would have been a download and it would have been, it's always been this way. It would erase all the history, all the future history, all the real things you thought you were fucking up the ass of, it would erase it in no time at all. We'd go, this has always been this way. It's always been this fucking way. Now, the, men- the, the, the mental state may come up again and override that, and then it will neuter the whole event and call it an epiphany, let's say. And now you'll become an epiphany habit. And then you'll go to meetings where everyone shares their epiphanies. Just like we go to some meetings and everyone shares their war stories, you'll go to spiritual meetings they're all sharing their fucking epiphany stories. Or their awakening stories. But I noticed, I swear, when any time there was an epiphany seemingly, it usually ended with this. I'm having an epiphany. <laughs> That's when it stopped. As soon as I showed up and claimed the epiphany, the epiphany was fucking over. And then you take it like a big game hunter that never killed any fucking lion. You got the lion heads and the deer and the goat and everything, but they were already dead by the time you got there. (laughs) So just, this is all about seeing what you're not. Because that's the one quality we all have that cannot be adulterated. It cannot be tainted. It cannot be robbed. It cannot be diminished. It cannot be added onto. It's not going to show up in time. It's timeless. It has nothing to do with all this fucking shenanigans we're up to. Yet it's never tu- it allows all this to happen, and yet it's never touched by any of it. Yeah? That scene is prior to all the other fucking circus shows. And so you can see what you're not. Yeah? And in seeing what you're not, that's what you are. You're the seeing, you are the awareness that allows a seeing of what you're not. Yeah? Now we want to become aware as what we're not, and then try to see what we're not. Yeah? so that we can have the event of seeing what we're not. It doesn't work. It's not going to work. You cannot be present for the presence. Yeah? When you arrive there, you become the presence, and then suddenly the presence seems absent. And there's no way <laughs> it cannot happen. Those two things can't be at the same time. So no matter, it's sort of like being on a seesaw. Yeah? So there's a seesaw, and you're down here. And so you go, I'd really like to get up there, that high end. Once you get up there, it's down there. And then you go, 
and you never realize you're the cause of it all. <laughs> it's like the hamster bitching about the hamster wheel. What <laughs> fucking days. <laughs> I'd really like to get off of this hamster wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a hamster wheel because of the hamster. Right? <laughs> so in AA, I'm telling you, it's such a clear, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, because I've been trying to share this for 20 fucking, I don't know how many years. I don't see how there could be any debate and argument with this statement. And Bill W. did not write that book. He transcribed it. It was a downloads, yeah? And the downloads, we're not basing it on Bill W.'s words. It's, give, it's there for a lot of other meanings to come out of it, yes? Why would you want to have the one flavor of Bill W. when that download is like open source material? That when your mind goes on it, you're going to blow it up into something else. As it says in the recovery book, hey, we know but a little. People that come after it will now expand on these ideas. Exactly. So here, page 64. I'm going to tattoo this on my arm. I am. I am. I've said it so many fucking times. But it sounds as clear as clear can be. It's like, I feel like if, if people heard it the way I feel it, I would be able to go around the world and it'd just be one diagnosis. You'd see the doctor one time. I wouldn't even have to check on you. I'd just give you this diagnosis and toodaloo. And, maybe, and I'd have faith that you were going to be fucking okay at the end of time. All right, 64. <laughs> being convinced. Now, being convinced doesn't mean I was convinced or I'm hoping to be convinced. It's an activity. You're in it, yeah? Present tense, I'm being convinced right now. Because the, the, the knowledge is always live. Yeah. The knowledge is always live. The solution is always available at all times. Now. Always now. Yeah. So being convinced that self, this is so beautiful. It's because let's say it, it presented another way. The book would have been about three thousand four hundred pages because it would have said being convinced that Steve, Mary, Joe, Jim, Mary, say every fucking name of every alcoholic. God forever. It would be like the Vietnam War wall. Mary being convinced that Paul, Mary, no, no. Being convinced that self, self, a fucking foreign fucking idea that's been introduced to this, and this system is not a closed system. It's being moved, things are moving through it constantly. There is no border. You're, you are not behind the cheekbones. You know what I mean? There's, you don't have one door and only one door. It's like you're open constantly. Shit's happening. So, self manifested. So, manifested means it appears, yes. So, we have the definition. So, let's follow it. Self. So, I'm going to put my definition of what I believe self is from old, old Buddhism, which is self is the sense, is the, uh, the sense of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity. A thing, right? 
an individual thing which would imply whatever happening in it would be individual, like my thoughts, my feelings, this and that. Yes, that's the assumption. So being convinced, an activity, I'm fucked. See, that's what, when I got struck sober, something downloaded and it said, I'm fucked. And that fuck has reverberated ever since. It's, I am being fucked right now. For 30 years. Without any lubricants. <laughs> for 30 years. No drinking or using. Being convinced that self manifested. We're going to go over every word. In various ways. In other words, in multitudinous uh, Many, yes, you know, different sizes, different lengths, yes, time and space and like that. So being convinced that self manifests in various... We haven't even been mentioned yet, have we? We haven't even been talked about yet. Being convinced that self is, let's say, this fucking GPS, right? A GPS. So your little fucking thing's open. GPS, and goes on. And as soon as you get the implant... It's like you never got an implant. You call it you. Yeah. Alright, so being convinced that self manifests in various ways. Everyone's clear, yeah? Being convinced that, okay, various ways has defeated us. Oh, wait a minute. So here's, what, here's the side where Steve, Mary, Michelle, Paul, Amelia, whatever. We're all on the us side. None of us has entered the soul side. He's, he's built a very, like a, like a separating wall. Self, self us. That self defeated us in various ways. Wait a minute. So, alright, we'll get to that. So self manifests in various ways. What has defeated us? And it goes, okay, alright, if we're all clear about that, we are now going to look at its. Not, we're not going to look at Paul, Mary, Jim's, no. It's the foreign installment, com, uh, make common manifestations. Yeah? So we're not going to look at them all. It was way too much, too daunting. <laughs> but we're going to pick some of the, let's say, the more cruder ones or the more shared ones. Yeah? All right? So then it goes to the next paragraph. So let's just sit there for a second. And it says resentment. Yeah? Resentment. The biggest thing, the biggest killer of an alcohol of alcoholics. Resentment. Holding on to something that never actually happened, the way you think it happened. Yeah. So resentment. Alright? Okay. So now you're supposed to enter this process of writing stuff down, resentments, fears, harms to others, in pursuit of what you want. You know, looking at sex because there's a lot of energy around that. Okay? Alright, so now, then when someone talks about this situation, they will say, alright, my resentment, my fears, my harms I've done to other people. Right? So there's suddenly, the expressions of a, ma- of a foreign installment moving through what we call us, suddenly in that process, there's a forgetting that it's a foreign installment. And there's a of claiming that it's ours, somehow ours, you know? So, its expression or manifestation is now seen to be my manifestation. Now, I don't know what or how else you could put it, but I would say that is someone in the act of being identified as self. Because they're claiming self's manifestations for their own. I mean, I rest my fucking case. 
I mean, it's so clear for me. I mean, I'm just fucking super. It's as clear as like the most pristine thing. China. It's just with rain for fucking ever. Yeah, it's a perfect diagnosis. So how does the foreign installments expression somehow get to be claimed and called ours? Because that is the petri dish of the defeat, obviously. Yeah. I would say it's us, let's call it us, falling for a mental process that is constantly implying, insinuating, presupposing, remembering the act of being identified as a self. So we're in, we are confronted by a very, very active verb by the mental process, which is, it's all in the act of being identified as a self. So the memory, you, you rely on memory quite a lot, and memory pictures you as a body. You're pictured as a body when you go into the memory vaults, yeah? When you rely on the thought system, the thoughts picture you as a body, yes? So the fact is, there's something going on because it would be so incredible if you could see that which seems to be defeating you as something other than you because if you could, a new possibility would be introduced which is, I could be free from it. I used to use the weird story with the guy who had a tumor on his side. Yeah, the old one I used to try that. A big freaking tumor. And so he just assumed he couldn't get this removed or anything. He just thought it was part of him. So, so then he had to get his shirts and jackets tailored to make room for this tumor. And he'd be on strange websites looking for women with tumors on the other side so they could rub tumors together. It's fucking crazy. And his whole life is sort of built around this fucking tumor because he hasn't entertained the idea it could be removed. He just hasn't entertained it. It hasn't come across. It hasn't come across the screen. Suddenly, someone comes and says, Bro, you know, that fucking thing isn't you. You can get it removed. And you will continue. What? Yeah. So you would think immediately that person would go for the fucking solution. Who wants a fucking heavy tumor? You know, using that as a, like an armrest. <laughs> Who wants a tumor sticking out? But now, he looks in his closet, he's got all these fancy shirts that are tailored to <laughs> live with that tumor. He's got those fucking fine Italian leather jackets. I'm not going to waste any of her bucks. I'm going to fucking keep the tumor. And I like the girl with the tumor. We get along. <laughs> so, you would think, see, the solution doesn't seem like a solution to him. Well, guess what? <laughs> we're identified as the foreign installment so when we actually hear the description that we're not that we don't rush to this fucking solution because there's a lot of fucking investment on the mental side for your story a lot of people have a story that they're wrong and you know what they want to be right about being how wrong they are <laughs> so they're fucking going to be wrong quite a lot yeah you see? So the solution is right here, available, but if there isn't like a stampede, which always surprised me, not now, but when I first started to share this, I would think, fucking hallelujah, this is a gospel, good news. But by the reactions of the people, it didn't seem like it was that... And then, of course, I thought, well, it's the messenger, it's me, you know, maybe I should clean myself up a little, whatever. But in fact, people just don't, they want to want to be free. They don't want to be free because it would cost them. 
And if you're if you're sighted on that side, the way you're going to look at the solution is from the self's point of view. And it already thinks it has a solution, which is let's keep it the way it is because I'm having a whole lot of fun fucking destroying this person. Yeah. And he's not, he's not letting you die that quickly. The parasite's going to ride you for as long as you can. I see the same people I saw in the eight, 29 years ago, and they're still surviving. They drink every fucking day, live on the street. Nothing can kill them. The fucking a nuclear explosion, they probably come out of the ashes. They're like cockroaches, because the parasite ain't letting them go. Look at what happened to poor Wendy. Eight fucking years the thing feasted on her. Eight fucking years. The thing wouldn't let her go. I mean, she went through hell upon hell. I cannot believe how many rings of hell she must have endured. So, yes, there is a solution. And the solution, as I can say in recovery, has nothing to do with the problem. It doesn't. The problem is an activity that the solution is entertaining, really. The solution is giving it all the meaning it has, yeah? Thoughts cannot drive you crazy, but your thoughts can. If you heard the thoughts in your head, but they were held as Stanley's, you'd have immunity to them. But because you hold them as yours, they can destroy your day. It's not the thoughts. The thoughts are being used. The feelings are being used, actions are being used to imply, to insinuate, to reinforce through obsession with it, the bondage of self. And it can never become so, it just seems to be so. Yeah. Like Ramana says, you know, the day this dawns on you, you'll laugh about all the other shit. And you know what? That day you're going to laugh like crazy is now. It's the exact same time, same moment. Yeah, you can't find timelessness in time no way it's a vertical insertion that you miss when you have a horizontal view so what I love to say in AA the higher power is always available at all times right where you are with no requirement necessary to meet it because you are it and it's not because you works really hard to become it. You are, you have always been it. Yeah? You've been being it all the time. You've been being it, entertaining that it's, itself is not it. But it cannot produce any kind of change. Being is being. Business is business. Yeah? There's a solution. The solution tells you there's no problem. That's what it does. It's an activity. The solution's entertaining. If the solution loses interest in it, the effect of it will diminish greatly. Because it's not ha- it doesn't produce its own effect. It's the cause of all causes that produces its effect by believing it's a body. Yeah? Yeah, so... It's incredible. I've said that statement must have thousands of times. And every time, it has the same ring as the first time it dawned on me. When I finally saw that which was implying me, that I took to imply me, to insinuate that was my representative life, when I saw it as not me, the possibility of being free from it showed up immediately. And finally, the horse was before the cart, 
fucking things made sense. And over time, it's become the last answer. It's such a damn good answer, it negates all need for any other answer. I mean, if you want a demonstration, you are the demonstration. Oh, I turned it on tonight. That's a big win. Yeah.